In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the 50 joyous days, and our title today, still we are in our series, Risen with Him, and today is Glory of God versus Glory of Men. Let me summarize what we have last few weeks. The first week after the resurrection, we celebrated the Thomas Sunday, and we're sharing Revelation versus Knowledge. And we said, or the God taught us on this Sunday, that as one of the signs of being risen with Him, that every single word, every single liturgy, every single verse I read in the Bible, He is going to make it a revelation for me. It's not only a knowledge or something to memorize in my mind. And we have seen how the two disciples of Emmaus, they have the knowledge, but unless it was converted into revelation, they were going out from Jerusalem to Emmaus, and they came back once it was revealed to them. The following week we spoke of purity of Christ versus impurity of the world. And we saw how St. Cyril the Great was telling us that we are claiming and calling to receive the fullness of the purity of the Son. How? Through the Eucharist. So in each Eucharist we claim the purity of the Son of God Himself. Last week we shared good report versus evil report and we have seen how the Samaritan woman was able to give a good report to allow the whole city to go out and to receive Christ and to believe in Him. And today it's the good uh, glory of God versus glory of men. The key verse is John chapter 5 and verse 44. And when we speak about the glory of man and the glory of God, we feel it's something, one of the options of Christianity. But what the Lord is telling us here, it is not an option, it is either an obstacle against your belief, or it is your way to believe. He said in John chapter 5 verse 34, how can you believe? So it's a matter of you are not able or are not going to be able to be a believer. Who receive honor from one another and not seek the honor that comes from the only God. So when you seek the honor from people, when you sometimes push them to honor you or glorify you, you are going to lose or you are not able, you are going not to be able to be a believer. And the Lord here was talking to the Pharisees and the scribes who were seeking the honor of men and was telling them, you are not going to believe in me. So the message or as the sign of being risen with Christ that I can easily receive the word as the word of God. I can easily receive the change from the Holy Spirit. Why? Because I am not seeking my own honor but the honor of Him who gave me this greatness to be His Son. So let me give you two examples. One of them we heard today in the book of Acts and it was chapter 14. The story starts that St. Paul did a great miracle. A man who was born crippled and he healed him. Then the priests of the idols of the city came out and here is verse 13. Then the priests of Zeus whose temple was in front of the city brought oxen and garlands to the gates intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. So they are going to worship St. Paul as a god and then they are going to sacrifice for him. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude crying out. They rejected. They were not ready to receive something they don't own. 
And again, he is pointing towards every one of us. Are you willing to receive glory and to take it for yourself or to convey it back to the Lord? Are you going to reject what is not yours or you will enjoy it and seek, seek it and even seek people to praise you more? And then they were said, and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and preached you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them. So this is one of the signs. They accepted the glory of God and rejected totally the glory of men. Unfortunately, in few verses later, verse 19, some Jews came and they convinced those people who are going to, to, to worship them that they are here to make troubles and hear what they have done for them. Then Jews from Antioch and Iconium came, came there and having persuaded the multitude, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. When we seek the glory of God, when we reject the glory of men, we are not going to be praised more from them. We are going to be rejected. And here I think we need to pause for a second and ask yourself, and I ask myself, which glory I am seeking? When I am in a position that people are praising me for whatever I am doing, am I humbling myself in my heart and rejecting it? Accepting it, it with thanks but conveying it to the Lord. It is not me, it is Him who did it if it was true. In the same book of Acts, chapter 12, the opposite exactly has been done. When Herod was talking in verse 21, so on, the, on, on, on a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. Whatever the intention of these people was good or bad, whatever the oration was good or bad as well, this is what they said. And then the Holy Spirit is commenting in the same book. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him. Why? Because he did not give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. If just we think of both of them, Herod, and St. Paul and St. Barnabas. Both of them were praised. And even St. Paul and Barnabas was praised more. They were going to sacrifice for them. But they rejected this glory of men. Because they knew it was not from them. Despite, even it was not just an oration like Herod. But they healed a man who was born crippled. But they gave the glory to God. And they took it as an opportunity to preach about the living God. Not about their own idols. The key to choose the glory of God is the whole title of this day. It is the light. He says, Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. If you are still seeking your own glory. Sometimes we make it in the opposite way. When I degrade the glory of others, I feel I am more glorious. It's another hidden way to see that I am better than everyone else. I'm going to dim the glory of others and even the glory of God to be seen as the most and the only glorious person. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may be, become sons of light. This is our calling to become sons of light. If you would like to apply these few words in our life, 
again when we say an application when we state an application at the very end it's not just to say that we can apply something there's something to reflect in your in your life during the liturgy and even during the week ask yourself am i seeking his glory at home in the church at work or I'm seeking the glory of myself. You can see that some families are centered out one person, whether the mother or the father or one of the children. This is not right. Or the church is centered out one person. If yes, it is only the person of Christ, not any human being. At work the same. Ask yourself what is your focus at all times? Which glory are you seeking? In your home, church, school, uni, whatever it is. Then sometimes, or not sometimes, always will find something to confess. Do I need to repent for my braver self being glory? Or glorifying myself more than expected? And I was seeking people to praise me for what I have done. It's telling us it's time to seek his own glory, not our own glory. Then do I enjoy the walk in the light? Sometimes I'm still hiding certain parts of my life. The light is exposing my darkness. I don't want it. But he's telling us it's time to seek the light. And when you seek the light, you will seek his glory and his glory alone. St. Cyril of Jerusalem is telling us it is the Eucharist again. Why? Because we don't have the light. Just said, I am the light. And then he said, you are the light because I'm going to in to dwell in you through my body and through my blood by partaking of the body and the blood of Christ you become one body and one blood with him in such a way you become bearers of Christ it means you are going to be light it means you are going to give glory to him and to him alone not your own self his body and blood spread through your limbs and this way you become in the words of St. Peter partakers of the divine nature let's proceed in this liturgy with this intention. I'm going to be a bearer of Christ through the Eucharist to receive his light, to be the light of the world and to know how to give glory to him and to him alone. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Uh...